Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You'll say got nothing in common no common ground to start from and we're falling apart you'll say the world has come between us our lives have come between us still I know you just don't care December 30th, 1995. That's what we're doing as Bumps today. Getting that winning feeling back in the groove for the big Bills playoff game tomorrow. All right. So first, I do want to throw this out here. Happy eight-year anniversary to ESPN. Eight years ago, I was on ESPN along with my sister, and the top of my dad's bald head at the uh, Sugar Bowl in 2012 when Virginia Tech beat Michigan, but it was called, uh, Danny Cole was called as an incomplete pass. We won't get into that today, but earlier in the year, or later in 2019, we talked about the time my friend Joe and I were on Diner Drive-Ins and Dives. That was back in 2009. Three years later, found ourselves, my sister and I found ourselves on ESPN during the Sugar Bowl. So uh, came up on my Facebook. Just want to throw that out there. We are talking bail reform. However, it is the uh, new thing. It's three days into effect. And if you're just joining the show, we'll catch you up. Uh, it used to be judges could set bail. All right. They were given a reason why to by prosecutors, why not to by the defense attorneys. And they would either release the uh, the person say they're a non uh, they're not a risk or they would set a bail. Well, now for most misdemeanors and a long list of felonies in New York State, the judge doesn't even have that right. There's no bail set. There will be no bail set. You will be charged and released and told to come back. And I'm asking, what am I missing? Am I is there something obvious I'm missing out there? And what do you think of this new law that will uh, pretty much you get arrested, you get booked, and you're on your way. Oh, please come back. Please, you know, uh, your trials, whatever. Could you please come back then? All right. We'll trust you. You seem like a good person. Um, And then someone put on my Facebook, bail reform. You mentioned some time back you were pulled over by law enforcement after uh, supposed uh, drinking and driving. 
Now, say you were arrested for suspected DWI, DUI, processed, and then held, I'm sorry, for a court appearance, and the judge issued a $2,500 bail versus an appearance ticket. What would you do? Well, I had to take a field sobriety test and a breathalyzer, and I wasn't drunk. I was nowhere close to drunk. I was pulled over for speeding. And then I mentioned that I had a drink with my dinner and they gave me a sobriety test. Now, if I had failed that, most likely I would have been drunk or under the influence. And then, yes, I should have had a bail set or something to make sure I get back, I come back to trial. So I, I understand what you're getting at with your example, but if they had arrested me, they would have had good reason. But they put me through 30 minutes of tests and then made me take a breathalyzer test. So someone just laid on their horn as I'm talking, by the way. Uh, so I see what you're getting at there, but not the best example because they made sure I was either drunk or not drunk, that I was driving sober. And again, for those who missed that show, I passed. I was nowhere close to the legal limit and I was completely sober driving home from dinner. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go to our friend in the state of Houston. Terry, good morning. State of Houston? No way, man. Houston's in the state of Texas. That's what I was getting at. I got you. All right. Maybe I missed it. Uh, man, I'd love to go down there and play hooky if I could, but I'm on call for the weekend. I don't feel like garbage, so maybe I'll just catch it at the house. Pretty pumped, though. Uh Terry, let me tell you, uh, you know, I remember two years ago, obviously, and it just didn't have the feeling like we were happy that the streak was over. The drought was over, but you just didn't have the feeling about that team as you do about this team. No, I don't. I mean, I don't want the one and done. That's for sure. I, you know, I, I like this team. Though. I think they got a, they got a lot of heart and a lot of passion. And I think they know, you know, what it not only means to them, but to, to the fan base. You know what I mean? So. I just hope they put out a, a great effort, make the least amount of mistakes, and I don't care if they walk away with a one-point win. Let's just get to the next round. That's right. Get to the next round, and uh, then we can have a whole week focused on Baltimore, which would be fun since the Baltimore talk, talk show host decided to uh, start poking fun at Buffalo a week early. Yeah, I heard that. I started getting a little hot under the collar about that. Uh, but, yeah, Bills win tomorrow and a Patriots loss. Man, that'd be love right there. Oh, that puts us in Kansas City in a Sunday afternoon game. I'm, I'm actually rooting for that. I would rather the Sunday afternoon game. But, Terry, what do you think of uh, this bail, re- bail reform going on up here in New York? Man, I'll tell you what, you know, um, that's not even the biggest atrocity coming out of New York City. Is that, now, for clarification, I read the same article you did yesterday. Um, is that just, I was all jacked up on Thermoflu, though. Is that a New York City thing, or is that a New York statewide thing? No, New York City decided to start implementing it halfway through December, but it is now a state law. It is state law that judges cannot issue bail on this four pages of uh, crimes I have in front of me. Okay, so now listening to that and, and understanding what the law is about, I'm not going to lie, and I got no shame. I really could care less what any of the other listeners think about me. You know, I've been to jail a time or two, nothing major, you know, but I, I've been around that, that block a time or two, you know. Uh, but uh, the point being is this. When I got arrested, 
I was guilty of what I was arrested for. You know what I mean? Bail is bail. Uh, the people that I met uh, while I was in jail, they were in jail for stuff that they actually did. You know what I mean? They weren't in there on some bogus, like, forensic files, you know, imaginary charge that, you know, just some random racist cop came up with. I mean, these people that that are wanting to let these people set free, I guess my, I'm going off on tangent. My point was this. If I'm a police officer in the state of New York, what the hell is my motivation to do my job anymore? Why do I want to go into a house that I that I assume or that, you know, I suspect is being burglarized and put my life on the line just so the idiot that's in there burglarizing the house can get a ticket and walk away from the courthouse? I mean, bail's there for real. I don't know what the hell that lady's talking about. 88% of people show up to court. That's garbage. Otherwise, we wouldn't have fugitive task forces. You wouldn't well, she's blind live. She's also giving you money, uh, uh, numbers from when bail was a thing. Uh, that number will not be the same a year from now. I can guarantee that. Now, listen, I don't know where New York City or New York State finished in, in crime statistics, but I guarantee you it's not the safest place on the planet. What what this is, is, and I don't have enough time on air to be able to try to piece this all together, but what I suspect is this. You've got a lot of people that are in jail all across the, the state of New York right now due to Democrat policies and all the garbage and nonsense that they come up with to make stuff illegal or to keep people poor and push them to committing crimes. So now i got a bunch of overpopulated jails to try to figure out a way to remedy that without releasing them all at the same time. You know, this is them trying to fix their crap that they, you know, that has been going on since Democrats have been in charge of that city. That city's been a mess since them people have been in charge. You know, you got de Blasio running around. He worried about $30 Domino's pizzas. When the last time he looked into how much a hot dog costs at Yankee Stadium or a beer cost at a Bills game. These people are out of their damn minds are just coming up with more and more stuff. If I'm a citizen in the state of New York and I got a clean record, I'm looking for a way to get my CHL because you know damn well the law ain't going to help you. The police, again, we, I, I guarantee you see a drop in people wanting to be law enforcement officers in the state of New York because what the hell is the point? You know what I mean? You get disrespected, you arrest somebody, you get sued, you arrest somebody, they get let go. You're not even able to do your job. They're, like, tying their hands like they did with soldiers and Marines and sailors and airmen in Iraq and Afghanistan where they tighten up the rules of engagement on these dudes, putting these law enforcement officers' lives on the line just so you can get a couple more votes and keep poor people exactly where you want them, poor in the basement, begging you for food, toilet paper, and anything else you can provide for them. That's garbage. You know, Terry, I didn't even think of that side of it. You're right. I mean, the laws are starting to be stacked up. Why would you want to be a police officer? I mean, look at look at this woman in New York City. She has been arrested three times in less than a week, and she's been released without bail all three times just to go out and commit another crime. And they're all hate crimes. I mean, this is a woman. She punched a woman unprovoked. She was then given a social worker, and she pinched her social worker. And again, this all started with an anti-Semitic attack on Saturday. She was released the very next day. No, I read about her, but look at this, too. It, you know, I could go on all day, probably. Look, okay, so we want to fight the opioid crisis. Even worse than the opioid crisis, we want to fight the quote-unquote vaping crisis. But when we catch people selling crack, cocaine, hair on, and you know, fentanyl, and whatever else they're slanging out there, X, you know, whatever other drugs are out there, oh, let's just... You know, make them promise to come back because they're such upstanding citizens. 
You know what I mean? Oh, they just beat the hell out of some lady and stole her purse. It's not a big deal. They'll come to court. Just let them back out on the street. I mean, are you serious? Didn't that 18-year-old girl just get murdered out there in, like, Central Park by a couple of 13-year-olds? I mean, what the hell is going on? These people are out of their damn minds. I swear to God, and I don't understand how a person like Dan, who seems like he might be intelligent, can try to stand up and stick up for this crap that comes out of these people's mouth. I'm sure he'll be calling and try to justify it. I'm sure President Trump had something to do with everything that the Democrats are having to do to rectify all this stuff. But in the long run, Democrats are morons. Their liberal policies fail. And I'll be looking forward to seeing some more New York plates down here in Texas. Do me a favor and keep politics up north. Oh, Terry, Terry, that is one thing for sure. When people leave New York State and they go to the south, why do they keep voting for the policies that got them out of New York State. I will never understand that. The people are stupid, man. I'm telling you, like Austin, Dallas, Houston, these cities, man, are like liberal. They're little mini California. Austin is a mini California. You'd never know the difference. I'm not claiming it as part of a tech of Texas. I don't want no parts of ever being there. And they're experiencing a lot of the same problems that California and New York is right now with crime, with homelessness, with, you know, drugs and, and gangs and all this stuff. You know, it is what it is, man. These people are a cancer, and they're going to continue to wait, continue to eat away at the fabric of this country until voters get their head out of their butt and start voting the right way. Terry, we got to end on that note because I am very late for a break. Let's hope Monday we're talking about a Bills win, all right? Go Bills! All right, Terry, in Texas, opening up a line for you. I am very late. We're back after this. Joe Beamer here on the Friday show on News Radio 930 WBEN. A lot of people giving uh, praise to Terry for his last call, including a police officer who says, as a police officer, Texas Terry is 100% correct. So, Terry. Uh, Terry, and also uh, on the phones, we've got some callers calling in, giving Terry some praise. Always a good call when Terry Texas calls in. Bob on a cell. Bob, good morning. Good morning. I'd like to uh, take the other side of the uh, road, if I may, uh, just uh, went through a divorce, and uh, even though I paid a little over five grand, I had to do my own uh, research. Uh, when you're arrested for a crime such as rape, uh, you're supposed to be able to uh, assist in your own defense. You can't, uh, if you're behind bars, you can't expect the lawyer uh, to do all of the work because they just have case loads, case loads that doesn't uh, uh, allow them to do the proper job to defend you. And I'm going to give you a case in point. Uh, Anthony Capozzi, when he was in prison, women died. And the reason why women died is because Anthony Capozzi was arrested for another man's crime, and they assumed that they caught the guilty person, and that allowed another person to go out and kill somebody's mother, aunt, sister, wife. And that is the true shame. And I'm just going to say this, after watching uh, the court system in golden showers, I really don't seem to trust the court system so much because part of what I've listened to, including on Limbaugh, was Mueller knowing that four people were innocent uh, and allowed them to stay behind bars in which two of them died. That was to protect a gangster. It really doesn't speak high of our justice system anymore. And there are other people that have been convicted wrongly and that allows somebody else to go free to continue on their crime spree. 
it's not a perfect system, but we certainly can do better, can't we, Joe? All right, Bob on a cell. 803-0930, star 930. Bail reform, what do you think of it? Do you think that uh, the state has a point? Again, I'm I'm serious when I'm asking, what am I missing? What is the point? Where is the state coming from saying, you know what? The judges shouldn't have a right to set bail. That's that's a legitimate question. Also, what do you think of New York State saying, yeah, no more bail for four pages full of crimes? We'll talk about this for 30 more minutes. And then at 11, City of Losers? We'll see about that. It's Joe Beamer on the Friday show on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, bumps from December 30th, 1995, the last time the Bills won a playoff game, getting those winning vibes for tomorrow at 435. All right, guys, I have to be honest, and I don't mean to be mean. I really don't want to be mean. I do love the interaction with the show. I love the callers. I love the texts. I honestly have no idea 
what the last two callers of the last segment were talking about. I don't mean to be mean. I'm sorry. But they both lost me in the middle of their calls. So, hey, I will admit to you guys, I'm not the smartest person. All right? I am. There's days where I uh, feel as the smartest person. And then there's days where I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, Today, I feel pretty intelligent. I feel pretty smart. But I have no idea what those last two gentlemen were talking about. And I apologize. 803 0930, star 930. Great way to start a segment, Joe. Let's uh, let's go to Phil Arno to bail me out. Phil, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How's it going? Doing all right, Phil. How are you doing? That's good, and a happy new year to you. Um, I just I was listening to the last few callers, and I had to do a little comment here because I think a lot of people who don't think it through um, may be making snapshot judgments on, on the side of fairness, okay? But there's a couple of components to this whole decision. Uh, one is a political component. I think the, uh, the, the governor thinks this is going to make some points for him with his base. But the other component is a, a control component. I mean, we have branches, different branches of the government. We have the executive branch and the judicial branch. This is a way for the executive branch to take away power from the judicial branch. Basically, it's taking the judgment out of judging. You know, we're set up so that when somebody comes into court, a judge looks at the circumstances, they look at the suspect, they weigh everything, and if they're fair and impartial, they decide whether this guy should go on his own recognizance or whether he should be held on bail. Okay, when you pass a mandatory law like this, you're taking discretion away from the guy who is supposed to be exercising that good judgment. You know, that, and there's, you know, that's a, a way of taking control for political purposes, and it's really unconscionable. So we're seeing politicians put themselves and their political purpose ahead of the citizens of the state. But I don't think you'll find a police officer in the state that agrees with this. And these are the people who are out there every day dealing with, you know, people who've broken the law or people who have been victims. And, you know, it's close up. I mean, when you work in any field, you get a good uh, idea of what's going on. And the police officers, everybody that I've talked to, they kind of just shake their head in disbelief that this could possibly be taking place. You would think, you know, hey, I understand we have our political differences. We are very polarized right now, uh, the political climate. But you would think something like this. It's just common sense. And if you thought this was a good idea, if you're a politician, you think this, uh, this idea makes sense, wouldn't you talk to a few police officers, get their opinion on it? These are the people protecting you, after all. Well, you know, when you, when you have basically what amounts to a one-party state, uh, and the, the control goes to a side that, that thinks that they can basically dictate whatever they want, um, then you have a, a certain problem because there's no checks and balances, and, you know, the agenda gets skewed quite, quite a lot. I mean, look at the red flag, flag laws, which are clearly unconstitutional because there's no due process there. And, you know, there's, there's exceptions to everything, but, 
a lot of bad things going on because there's one party in control and there's nobody that can tell them to be a little bit more thoughtful in the way they want to go about running the state. And sadly, I think it's going to be that way for a long time, Phil. Well, who knows whether it'll catch up, but, uh, you know, up here in, in western New York and in central New York and outside of New York City, it's very tough to weigh uh, in against, you know, the, the seven or eight or nine million people that are in the five boroughs. Uh, they just outweigh us. And, and you know, another a, a good uh, topic for one of your shows is, you know, could we ever or should we ever try and secede from the rest of New York State? meaning downstate New York City. <laughs> oh, believe me, with it being an election year, Phil, that will definitely be a topic coming up. Okay. It sounds real good. Sounds good, Joe. All right, Phil, we'll talk to you later. Go Bills. Yep. Go. Phil Arno of WBBZ-TV, Channel 5, on cable, and 67 on DirecTV and over the air. Make sure you catch that out. Columbo, every Sunday night. Now, I have the DVD box set of Columbo. I don't know where it is right now, but I have the box set of Columbo. I still check it out, see which episode's on every Sunday night. I'll tell you, that is a show that definitely stands the test of time. 803-0930, when we come back, we're going to clear out the calls because starting at 11, we're going to talk about Buffalo, New York, the city of losers on WBEN. We are going to get through these calls because we are changing the topic at the top of the hour, we're going to take these calls in order they came, starting with Michael on a cell. Michael, good morning. Hi. I'm sorry if I'm coming a little late here. I missed the first hour, so if the point I'm going to make has already been said, I apologize. That's all right, Michael. Go right ahead. Other aspects of this that hasn't been discussed that I've heard so far is that if you are a victim of, the, of a crime and you the, they catch the person who committed the crime, the perpetrator and their lawyer now get your personal information they get your name your address and your phone number so what incentive is there to continue with the prosecution now michael that is news to me i knew about witnesses having to be disclosed but i did not hear that part of the new the new uh, law well something i had been reading about and uh well obviously you see things on facebook on, on the internet uh, over the last couple weeks about this uh, prior to the um, the implementation of it and, and after. But this is one of the things that was brought up that kind of caught my attention. Well, Michael, I'll have to look more into that because I did see where witnesses could not be anonymous uh, in certain cases, that they had to be disclosed. Um, so it, believe it or not, in this state, that would not surprise me. Uh, but we'll have to look more into that one, Michael. Right. Well, like I said, it kind of puts you in fear for your family anymore. Well, I'll say with the law now that mostly anything you do, you're going to be able to walk away free without having to pay any kind of bail. So really, for some people, why even show up to trial? And now that person is walking around free on the street. Well, did you see the news story of that woman who did the uh, anti-Semitic attacks? Tiffany Harris, she has done three. Arrested, released, arrested again, and released again. And arrested one more time and released on Monday. Yep. Three times in less than a week, and she is 
free to walk with no bail. Yep. All right, Michael, thanks for the call. That's Michael on a cell. Opening up a line for you, let's go to our friend Dan in West Seneca. My first time talking to Dan in 2020. Dan, good morning. Well, and good morning and great program. Um, you know, I don't think this is party politics. I think this is probably um, us struggling with the high cost of the present day justice system. And, and I'm going to take that a little further and give you a remedy. And I mean it kind of tongue in cheek. Uh, but I've seen for-profit prisons, they're very expensive, they're not very effective. Our own state prison system, very expensive. The average prison guard with any type of tenure is making close to $90,000 a year to guard criminals who have already done a misjustice to society. Now, the same criminal burdens us with the cost of incarceration. So this is tongue-in-cheek. But we need a better solution to what's going on all across the board today. And I think it has to do with deterrence, Joe. So we give foreign aid to third world countries. And there's some countries out there that we have given aid to for 40 years and nothing ever changes. Why not build our prison system in one of those third world countries? Why not employ those people on a permanent basis? Why not ship our bad seed over there, try to rehabilitate them, and if not, offer them the opportunity to petition the government over there, and maybe they can take a better shot at life uh, over there. But when we send them to prison here, Joe, give them a gym, three square meals per day. We pay for their cable bill. Um, they're living better than a lot of people who are going to work every day, and they can't make it. Um, it's, it's just not working from top to bottom. We, we have to do something better than what we have done in the past. Well, and, and Dan, you know, you said rehabilitate. We need to do a better, a better job of that because for some people in this country, prison's a way of life. They, they live, you know, a few years there, they get released and they go commit a crime again and just go right back to prison. And it's like, it doesn't affect them. We need to find a way to rehabilitate these uh, these people, these so so they can be productive citizens, and they're not just continuously getting put back in prison. With 18 million people total in full time prison here in the United States of America, at an average cost of twenty five thousand dollars per year per inmate, ship them overseas. In in, in Africa, what are you going to pay? Two dollars and fifty cents an hour. Um, and if they're not rehabilitated, let them petition the government there to stay. Um, but some of them, they do it their whole life, and they're just a burden on society their whole life. And it's not working. I'm being penalized twice. I might be the victim of the crime, and after that, my hard-earned money has to pay to take care of the people who perpetrated the crime against me, maybe for their whole life. So... Uh, I don't want to be compassionate. We just need a cheaper, further away, more effective deterrent to what we have today because it hasn't worked. There's nobody in any political party that can say our justice system works. Well, Dan, I'm going to say I think a lot of people that associate with the Democrat Party, as you do, might, might disagree with you on that one. Well, they would be wrong. 
and and the cost to New York State for the running of Attica Prison and all the other ones throughout New York State. When you take a look at the budget for the state, who, by the way, has an $8 billion deficit for fiscal uh, 2020 and its projection of its expenditures, criminals are already a burden on society. Once they enter the system, we should strip them of their citizen rights. We should have our prisons in foreign countries that we give all this aid to, and maybe we don't even have to allow them back into the country. All right. Well, Dan, we uh, thanks for the call. We'll have a good weekend, and hopefully the Bills get a big win tomorrow. Oh, they're going to win by one, Joe. Mark my word, head to the bookie. Win by one? Oh, I, I don't know if I can sit through that, Dan, but I want the excitement. I do want the excitement. Have a good one, Joe. Thanks. You too. Dan in West Seneca. You know, that's one thing I did learn from one of my favorite movies of the last decade, Wolf of Wall Street, is a lot of these criminals are living a lot better than some citizens. That was the uh, the line Jordan Belfort goes to prison, and he said, I forgot one thing. Uh, it shows him playing tennis in prison. So, yeah, some of these criminals are living better than uh, better than us. But I do wish there was a better program to rehabilitate prisoners so when they get released, they are productive citizens. And there are great stories of those who went to prison, they did their time, and when they came out, they were you know, some of the best citizens in the country. They, were, they learned their lesson, and you know... They, they, they did their time, and they were rehabilitated. I wish there was, a, there was some way we could have more of those stories, more of the, you know, I learned my lesson. I messed up, and I learned my lesson. Now, that's Dan's opinion. He thinks, uh, I'm not sure about that. I understand the cost of holding prisoners, but, and I might have a lot of people disagree with me on here, I think if we legalize marijuana, we lighten up on certain drug laws, we wouldn't have as many prisoners, and it wouldn't cost us as much. That is just my personal opinion. Uh, everyone has their own opinion, and, and you heard Dan's. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm for what Dan said, um, because you know I do think there is a chance for everybody. Once you do their time, we give second chances in this country. We even give third chances in this country. Um, but maybe we need to look at the crimes that some people are doing time for. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about Buffalo, the city of losers, question mark. But first, I want to make you a winner on this Friday. The cash code at 11 a.m. is odd. Some would say Joe Beamer is quite odd. O-D-D. Text that to 72881. You could win $1,000. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 